Welcome to Tech Law Chat, our series of Coffee Break podcasts from Four Palm Court. I'm Matthew Levy. And I'm Ian Munray. This episode, we're going to talk about AI ethics. Ian, what's the scenario? I've been approached by a London-based tech startup that wants to incorporate AI into classrooms. Pupils can be assessed predictively based on actual in-classroom and home-based learning. This is to be a substitute for an examination on one day of their lives, which they may have missed. Where do they want to roll out this technology? First in the UK, but they have their eyes on continental Europe. So presumably they have heard about the new regulatory framework that has been proposed for the EU and may come into force before too long. Yes, they want to plan ahead for the implementation of such a framework. Okay, so the proposed regulation would apply even if they're a company outside the EU, if the AI system's on the EU market, or if its use affects people located in the EU. And the proposed regulation takes a risk-based approach, and for practical purposes, there are three levels. There's unacceptable risk, those systems are prohibited. There's high risk, those systems are permitted, but there's lots of governance prescribed around their use. And then there's uh, non-high risk, where there are rather lighter obligations. Exactly. And the company's idea here doesn't fall into the unacceptable category. Examples of that would include social scoring by governments or use of subliminal techniques. And based on the current draft of Annex 3 to the regulation, uh, it will be a high-risk application, though. Yes. And under the regulation, the company would therefore be subject to some wide-ranging obligations. For example, the system would need to comply with mandatory requirements for trustworthy AI, covering data quality, documentation and traceability, transparency, human oversight, accuracy and robustness. Uh, Not to mention cybersecurity. And of course, that compliance needs to be demonstrated via a conformity assessment before the system can be put into service and whenever it's substantially modified. Uh, There are other obligations proposed in the regulation, including the requirement to set up a quality management system. Do we know what the penalties for infringement are going to look like? Well, they're intended to be set by member states, taking into account various thresholds in the regulation. The regulation says that breach of the prohibition on the unacceptable AI, which is the Article 5 AI, or of data governance rules for high-risk AI, which is Article 10, could attract penalties up to €30 million or 6% of total worldwide annual turnover, whichever is the higher. And the other obligations attract a potential fine of up to €20 million or 4% of worldwide turnover, uh, whichever is the higher. And although it's a matter for member states, there is a strong steer in the regulation that there should be harmonisation of such matters through the European AI board. So the outcomes are looking pretty severe then? Well, potentially, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. The regulations undergoing the EU's formal legislative process at the moment, and it's yet to be actually ratified. If timescales for its implementation mirror those of the GDPR, the regulation won't actually be in force for quite some time, and of course it may change its form between now and then. True. But it still makes sense to design these systems and processes with the future regulation in mind, doesn't it? That's true. I'd like to help the company better understand some of the implications of all this. To do so, I've set up an initial call with Patricia Shaw, CEO and founder of Beyond Reach Consulting. She supports organisations in the delivery of ethics by design. Hello. Hi, Trish. 
Thanks for agreeing to help with this. As I mentioned, the company wants to get its development process right and is open to suggestions. I'd like to focus on the ethics aspects with a view to compliance with the proposed regulation. Ethics by design is about embedding an understanding of the ethical implications of data and AI across the whole AI lifecycle. At every stage of the AI lifecycle, there are seemingly innocuous design decisions that are made that can potentially have greater ramifications to the outcomes. That is why it is so necessary for ethical implications to be evaluated, not just at the design stage, but also at the development deployment with ongoing maintenance and monitoring, and then also at sunset with decommissioning. The challenge is that all these processes are carried out by different people, often without a common technical language or approach to what that ethics that they are applying uh, to the AI and the data of the context actually is. Is there any consensus on what is involved, at least in Europe? The EU high-level expert group on AI has gone some way to guide businesses. They propose four ethical principles, respect for human autonomy, prevention of harm, fairness and explicability. This then led to seven key ethical requirements for AI to be considered trustworthy. Yes, and those are quite wide-ranging, covering matters like human oversight, governance, accountability issues, technical robustness and safety, and consideration for individuals, for example, non-discrimination, but also broad societal and environmental well-being. Does the proposed regulation cover the key aspects of this? This is a good attempt at trying to cover all bases from an AI governance perspective, but I'm not convinced that the EU Commission has quite understood the complexity of the AI lifecycle or the AI ecosystem, particularly where there are AI systems with a variety of parties providing multiple component parts, some of which might be bought essentially off the shelf and be pre-trained. A holistic approach to AI governance is fundamental to fully understanding ethical and legal risks. How might the regulation apply in the context of pupil assessment? If we consider purely the ethical risks of AI um, use in pupil assessment, the requirements and obligations are not as clear as simply going through that list. The required risk assessment leans towards legal risk assessment and concerns the protection of fundamental rights and freedoms of individuals and preserving European values. But there are nuances. We need to take into account classroom power dynamics, the life limitations of the outcomes, teacher-parent AI interactions, and there's the maxims of autonomy, equity, transparency, accountability, and informed participation. All of these take on new perspective. There is also the little question of digital exclusion. To take one part of a big topic, what are the main considerations from a data perspective? Well, you need to be assured that the data inputs are accurate and correct, ensuring that you are triangulating and validating that all important information, that the data inputs are going to be interpreted correctly by both humans and machine, Um, Any bias that was present in the training data set and could be present in the operational um, production data set um, is suitably identified, mitigated and managed to avoid skewed interpretation of results and also skewed uh, documentation of classroom learnings, which may well have adverse outcomes. The teacher and assessment centres evaluating AI outputs need to be suitably trained and equipped to understand the insights that are being offered by the AI and that they too need to not succumb to automation bias. And finally, I suppose, being aware of the potential for false positives and false negatives to occur. Okay, what's an example of a false positive that might arise in our context? Well, a pupil may be incorrectly identified as needing learning interventions, maybe because the AI misidentified a special educational need, or conversely, failed to identify pupil learning gaps 
because the pupil was able to play the AI tool by simply guessing the answers to the assessment questions. In that way, the pupil would not be given the appropriate interventions they needed. And the AI would simply have incorrectly categorised the learner as one who could perhaps proceed to mastery of learning beyond that which meets their age-related expectations. Thanks, Trish. No doubt there will be some follow-up. Getting this right is clearly going to be an iterative process. From our brief discussion so far, the client needs to appreciate, one, developers and deployers of AI must be aware of the ethical implications of what they're doing. Two, this should be informed by the regulations that exist or that are anticipated in the markets they intend to operate, and that's, at the moment, something of a movable feast. Three, as the proposed EU regulation illustrates, ethics in an AI context involves a very broad set of considerations. Yes, and we might add, four, high-level requirements need to be applied to the specific use case, otherwise they can be too abstract to implement. And finally, fifth, a holistic approach is also needed. Even a single use case may have numerous participants and component parts. Thank you for listening to our podcast on the proposed EU AI regulations and on AI ethics. For references and citations, visit us at techlaw.chat. And if you feel so inclined, please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is provided for the purposes of general education and entertainment only and does not constitute legal advice. The presenters disclaim all liability for the consequences of reliance being placed on what they have said. The value of investments can go down as well as up and you may never recover the time devoted to listening to this podcast.